I know how the internet works. Internet boyfriends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Internet Boyfriends. I am Joey, and with me, as always, is the Mishur Gustav H to my zero Mustafa, Ryan Kloss. That's scratching the edges of my reference detector. Oh yeah! I got it! 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 That was a sorry. Sorry, whoever's listening to this in earphones, if Joey doesn't turn that down a bit, that was loud. I was very excited for getting a reference, especially when it's such a great movie. I'm normal. I'll normalize that. We'll yeah. and we'll get to that in a bit. We'll talk about that movie in a second because this episode is uh, not yet episode fifty. Fifty going to be Q and A again? I don't know. We'll we'll deal with that yeah. when we get there. We'll do, I, well, I gotta, gotta, I'm I just saying, order, if it I, is, we should solicit some questions. Uh, I got to order a bell. So <laughs> this episode, this episode, we're talking about the best media, the best stuff that we had happen to us. Uh, well, because I mean, you know. Nothing really. The best thing our eyeballs and ears consumed over the year of 2014. 2014, yeah. So, um, I, I, I mean, because I don't really, nothing really happened to me. I mean, I made sure to get broken up right away so I could spend the rest of the yeah, year reading philosophy call. and being a general introspective anxious mess for, for most of 2014 as the news made me uh, feel like uh, the whole world was collapsing around me. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, what did we watch and see and do with stuff in 2014? Uh, all sorts of things. The new pornographers had a new record out. Oh, yeah. Best. I, I would say if you are a white... <laughs> if, you are, if you are someone who looks like us... Yeah, you're somebody who looks, sounds, and acts like us, and you're not listening to the new pornographers, you are wrong. Wrong, wrong, yeah, wrong. At least, if, I, really, I, if you enjoy the show, whatever you look like, you should at least check them out. Yeah, new pornographers, Brill Bruisers. I get to see them in concert. That was actually that I'm was. I'm seeing them in a month. Nice. Yeah, that would. I would say going to see Interpol and going to see uh, new pornographers were the two high watermarks of the year. I think for me, short of like biking and being doing my usual thing. The new so. pornographers is my irregularly scheduled visit to church. Basically, it's yeah, it was good, really good. They always put on a good show, and their album was good. And I could I could easily say that's the best album. I'd say top three albums for me, music wise. I know we don't normally talk. We don't. I don't think we've ever talked we've about music. Not before. not more than like, oh god, we're gonna talk about music. This is gonna sound so stupid. Yeah, so, so I'm just gonna fire it out there that I think that my top three for the year were uh, Brill Bruisers and uh, fucking whatever the Interpol album was, and uh, Porter Robinson. I like that Porter Robinson album a lot. I listen to that a lot at just like when I'm doing work. Maybe not three, but as I'm scrolling the list of things that came out in 2014 in my iTunes library. New, new Pornographers is one for the both of us. Like, yes, one absolutely. Was... New Pornographers is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the Tanya Tagak album Animism, which won the Polaris Music Prize this year. It's uh, Inuk Throat Singer. That's really cool. Really? Yeah. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, when I first heard of this year. Really fantastic. Uh, the new Rural Alberta Advantage is just as good as all the rest. Unfortunately, it also sounds a lot like the rest of the stuff, but it still sounds good. July uh, Talk was good. I, in my mind, that's 2013. Is it? I think for maybe in Canada. Uh, a pup, an uh, interesting pu- uh, punk band, uh, sort of like Fucked Up, uh, in that there's more melody so that I can enjoy it. Mac DeMarco's Salad Days, fantastic. Huh. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Kelly Matson. Uh, the song I'm thinking of is Darkness. And uh, I used to post things that this is my jam more regularly than I do now. And between uh, the last thing I posted was Darkness by Callie Matson, 
And then I heard it again. I was like, oh, this song's amazing. I went to post it again and saw that was, oh, I just did it twice in a row, just six months apart. Chromio's <laughs> uh, uh, White Women is fantastic. Oh, uh, Awesome yes. dance dance album. Yeah. Also, yeah. so Buck 65's Never Love is also a fantastic dance album for parts of it. Yeah. And I think that's it. Yeah. So for me, July talk is 2013 because I'm Canada. Yeah. So it came out last year for me. That's fair. That's fair. It, it, but yeah, me, they're it fucking amazing. They're fucking yeah, amazing. They are. They are. 2013, 2014 was the year of the shit that should have happened in 2013, but didn't. <laughs> like, I got fucking broken up with. That should have happened last year. But, well, it did. I mean, it, happened, it should have happened the year before last year. Um, I I saw a bunch of movies and caught up on a bunch of shit. I read a whole bunch of things. Um, July Talk is actually 2012 for me. Wow. Fuck, man. How have they not put out a fucking new album then? I don't know. Fuck them. Get back to work, July Talk. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah, because I, I read, uh, I read. Final Count was uh, 424 books that I read in 2014. Yeah, yeah I didn't count uh, graphic novels, so I have no idea how many I read. See, I that's, that's actually the thing. I, I counted. Uh, if you if you my Goodreads, all the print ones are there, just not all the digital ones, which is a lot of them. I tried to go through and figure out just the straight up like prose or fiction, nonfiction, yeah. non graphic novels, and I fucking just lost track of it after a while. I don't know. I think I think I was probably in between somewhere between one hundred and two hundred, I think, books I read that are like actual fucking book books. And then uh so it's gotta be over oh well over two hundred comic books for the year. Um because I thought that I could solve my problems by reading uh over four hundred books. Uh nope. so, uh no, no you <laughs> no, can't. doesn't uh, that just nope. is a way to spend your time. Nope. It is, yeah, it's a way to spend time. Even if you read really like out there philosophy and and deep fucking really soul wrenching shit, um, nope, you're just the same fucking person you went in with. Really, it's like a maybe point five percent change in who you are. It's really fucking tiny, and that's even like eureka, like holy fucking shit, this is a thing. Moments, nah, like that's just read for entertainment. You'd be better, way better off. Like you could read. Um, I mean, read to learn stuff too. No, well, yeah, you but can you're not learn stuff, probably but, going to change yourself for a really substantial way, unless unless it's like a, a hobby, like woodworking that you could sure. really like make happen, or it's something related to your job. Well, if you find those books interesting, they're worth reading. Like, but don't expect your life to change from a book the vast majority of the time. That might be a whole other podcast. Yes. I've been reading a lot of history lately, and I'm kind of wondering if I should. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, like, okay, uh, best comics, best comics of 2014. Let's start out early. Let's offend people really early in the podcast. What do you got for best comics of 2014? Um, oh God, Seconds by Brian yeah. Lee O'Malley. Yes, yeah, Seconds was good. Um, yeah. It was nice to see him do something that's not Scott Pilgrim, and I love Scott Pilgrim. Don't get me wrong, but Seconds was really good. Uh, did I, uh, Box Browns onto the Giant come out in 2014? I'm, I'll give it to you. So I think that was good. Sure, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, Whether it came yeah. out in 2014, it was it was uh, good. I knew a lot of that stuff already because I used to be a big wrestling fan. Uh, the problem is I read Marvel six months behind, so I don't know what came out actually in 2014. But yeah, like She-Hulk is great. And it's canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She-Hulk is great. Although most of those single character books done by non-architect writers and artists are ah, excellent. I see, I don't, I, I, most I of them, not all of them, most of them. I felt like 2014 was like the year, for Marvel, was the year of that like single character non-architect book because like, they're trying to really like capture the lightning in the bottle that like was... Like Ms. Marvel, Hawkeye. fantastic. 
Yeah, Ms. Marvel was really good, and and it was based in Jersey. It all it ticked all the fucking boxes for me. But Magneto, I didn't like. I like Magneto. Uh, Moon Knight now. I love Moon Knight. Moon... Warren Ellis and that was great. Moon Knight was really good. Um, but then there was what else? Uh, Black Widow was okay. The Punisher is okay. I never read the Punisher because the Punisher's. Yeah, no, I know. Um, but it's just it's just one of those things where it's like he's uh, not a monster. Like... I'm interested. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Most of the, most of those comics kind of, I don't know. Like, I, but... and like I'm, I I liked uh, all the big John, John Hickman uh, Avenger stuff a lot more than you did. I like yeah. Bendis's uh, X Men stuff more. Liked anything Bendis has done in a very long time. You know that don't die. Don't. I'm not fuck... saying either way. Whatever you feel, what do you feel? But for me, I'm, and I'm liking X Men more than I liked him in a long time. Frankly, all new X Men is the best X-Men book I've read in as long as I can remember when it comes to the X-Men. Oh, yeah. I is that, really... Wait, so when you posted your tweet about, say, having a different... I felt like it was some, some sort of different opinion about all-new X-Men. And I was... In my mind, you must have hated it. I know. I because fuck... in my for my sample size, most people really like that book because... And here's the clincher. It's a really good book. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It is. I, I I think that there's some weird moments in it. Something that always stands out to me is why people say Jean Grey instead of just Jean or, you know, whatever. I don't uh, mind like, when the cuckoos do it, but anyone else, it's annoying. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. Like, I noticed that a couple of times across, like, all the uh, – all because the, I read, I don't know, maybe three trades, I think, this year of, of all new X-Men because to catch up. Uh, and, oh, yeah, because I think – also... Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, the the fucking art is 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 fantastic. I think the reason I, I was waiting to read it is because I wanted to read the the tie in for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because like yeah. I want to like the Guardians fucking books. I haven't. But I've not... only those are the only two Guardians issues I've read so far. They're and not I, that good. <laughs> but I loved the Guardians when uh, Landing and um, and Landing were writing it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I hear people enjoying it, but I feel like people enjoy it who like Bendis unreservedly. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. It's it's all right. He's, he's I mean, good. Like, I just got really tired of him for the most part for a very long time now. Yeah, and and the, 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 I agree with you. And it's completely changed with all new X Men. Yeah. I, I think that all new X. I could read. I w- will continue to read all new X Men. That's, really that's what I was hopeful like, for Guardians because I was hoping this was a rejuvenated Bendis doing something interesting. And I can read it for oh. free on Unlimited. I probably will. I'll give it a yeah. shot. Yeah, that's that's. The, I would read it for free and unlimited. I, I otherwise, uh, whatever. And that's how I felt. That's how I felt about a lot of a lot of those. Like that's like with Magneto. What's well, Marvel? Really... All of my Marvel stuff is free and unlimited at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only Marvel book I pay for is Men of Wrath, which is not really a Marvel book. Okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's great. So, okay, more great comic books. Everything Jason Aaron does, great. Yes. Um, <laughs> Southern Bastards is amazing. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, and you need to be reading it. Men of Wrath has been Just fantastic. You need to be reading it. Okay. Uh, Wicked, that, Wicked and the Divine. I, I've, I'm pretty sure I've talked about the love I have for the combined team of Gillen and McKelvey. But uh, I, I put Wicked down and the Divine. in my notes very clearly that I had to bring that up because <laughs> I, I tried reading Phonogram maybe three or four times. And it's always been one of those things where like I'll pick up the first issue. I'll Which read Phonogram are you it. starting with? The first one. Don't. And... Okay, well, just read, I'm reading... just read the Singles Club. Forget the first one. Just read the Singles Club. Okay, I will. I will. But it's not. It's not that I don't like it. It's that I just start reading it, and then something fucking happens. The, the I... Singles Club is a lot more grabs you a lot quicker. It's all. They're both much better than they were when they. Not that they were bad within Photogram Volume One, but they're much better than they were then. It's in color. 
It's not a super obtuse, weird, Manic Street Preacher, um, Brit Pop references all the time. It's much better. But it's not it's not the book. Like I started reading the first issue and then Nelson Mandela died. Like that's how like that's how like like, fuck Nelson Mandela. I'm not actually gonna say the whole thing. But you should definitely just get the first one, read the second one, and once you've read that, you can go back to the first one. But I'm really enjoying the shit of Wicked and Divine. Oh, it's so good. I think that Wicked and Divine is a really weird fucking book that is if you like pop music at all, yep. you love or if you, if you like celebrity at all, you like celebrity at all. Yeah, yeah. What it's else? It's a you got? really fun look at celebrity. Uh, really, everything Jonathan Hickman does, everything Rick Remender does. Saga is still fantastic. You couldn't go wrong with picking up an Image book this year, I think. Pretty much, or at least last year. 2014 fucking Image killed. Like, I, they just, I'm not going to say yeah. the stuff I didn't love. The stuff I didn't love, but the vast majority of stuff I tried, I'm still reading. Did you ever read Alex and Ada? Because it's in, it's oh, in it's the, in the bundle. I'm gonna get. Yeah. I'm gonna get the bundle for sure, though. Because Alex and Ada was a book that I was not expecting to like. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I generally don't like stories about. I don't, I don't know. Like anytime I hear a story about AI, it's always like fucking Terminator type shit, <laughs> or or it's fucking AI where I'm just like, all right, fucking back it up, Geppetto. You know, it's like I, I don't. I just have fucking issues with it because I. It's, it's something that means a lot to me personally. So evangelizing and like quietly evangelizing that for that book um i know that you don't like their other stuff and i've, I've, okay. I've read very little i've I read, read a couple issues of the sword i think yeah and i didn't love it and i, I wasn't yeah. bad it, just, it was like eh, this is fine so you already said saga which is on my list obviously and that's great yeah. and i've said wow. everything like really deadly class and uh black science are both great from brick Amander. east of west and manhattan projects are both great from jonathan hickman and these are all image books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I, I, I'm amazed that I'm looking at my list here and I have no DC books whatsoever. Not even well, a Vertigo. It, today, book. as of the, the, the time of recording, it is the Image Expo has just happened. And yeah. in terms of trades or like uh, non monthly issue sales, Image is number two after DC Comics. <laughs> wow, I missed that one. Holy shit, that's awesome. Image has 4% more of market share based on trade sales, I mean, hard bookstore sales uh, yeah. than Marvel and a little less than DC. But DC has Watchmen and Dark Knight and lots of really big evergreen titles that are always going to be popular. Um, so it's not surprising they're in the lead. And Marvel doesn't really have that. But still, Image is getting that with Walking Dead and Saga and Sex Criminals and like all sorts of stuff that is super awesome this year. And I know Sex Criminals is a little divisive. I feel like you didn't like it. What? Did you like Sex Criminals? Sex Criminals was my favorite book of the year. I put that okay. very clearly on my list. That was <laughs> there is there is some some flourish around fucking Sex. Okay, criminals. just making sure. I was I could because I know some people didn't like it. I wasn't sure. Like I'm just like, I, like, I I just pulled up the bundle now to buy it. And in yeah. the bundle, Deadly Class is great. Yes. Uh, Saga is great. East of West is great. Walking Dead is great. Uh, Manhattan Project is great. Wicked and Divine is great. The Fuse is great. Velvet is great. Sex Criminals is great. Uh, Fuse is, okay. is not great. Uh, Walking Dead is great. Fade Out is... I haven't read Fade Out, actually. Me neither. Um, but it's only the first issue. Trade's coming out soon. Uh, I, I like The Fuse a lot. That's not the best thing, but I, I like it a lot. People love God, God Hates Astronauts. I'm excited to catch up on it because I read the uh, the Kickstarter bundle trade thing. and It was funny then. I just had too much of it. Because it's something you get full of at a fair point, I find. Okay. But uh, we good for comics? Well, I mean, so. do you want to hear like, like, I'm sure uh, I, there's a drawn and quarterly book I love called Beautiful Darkness, I think came out in 2014. 
Okay, um, what the fuck is that about? Because I keep seeing that popping up everywhere. I can't everywhere see too and... much. Okay. Actually, I can. It's the first page. I, mean, I don't know if I want to. It's a, it's a fantasy book, sort of. Um, I mean, it is. What no, I like There's it. no wizards and stuff. I don't know. It's more pretty than it is, like, it's... It's very dark. It's it's. I like the wrenchies, and the wrenchies was incom like fucking. I no. I would definitely. You gave wrenchies three stars. Yeah, I give it also three stars. I like beautiful darkness way more than the wrenchies. It is beautiful and very dark at the same time. Like it's I'm very in. aptly named. And I'm if you in. get it for cheap, which I did because it's expensive because Ryan Quarterly books are expensive. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was good. Uh, and I don't think it's gonna be digital. I don't know what's going with them. But yeah, it was great. Uh. I don't know. I, read, I, I took a quick look at my shelves. I don't remember what came out this year. There might have been a prison pit this year. I, I don't know. Fan Graphics always has good stuff. A lot of Top Shelf always has good stuff. So and all, all the good stuff that came out with them this year was probably good. <laughs> as yeah. helpful as I am, I know. No, no. It, it's, it's just one of those things of where I think that if those people... I think with a lot of indie comics, if you already know about it, you're reading it. Yeah. And that's the way it works. Like, I don't really don't think we're going to blow anybody's mind and being like, oh, that top shelf book that no one's ever heard of. You know, like, like fucking you already, you know. Like, there was it, a new it, Black Sad this year. Amazing, as always. Yeah. That's that, exactly. Like, it's like, amazing, as always. Like, yeah. If you, mean, know, if you don't know who Black Sad is, then look it up. It's great. But you probably do if you're interested in it. It's that. Yeah. That's the way it is with comics. Books? Normal books? I read The Martian this year. Does that count? Yeah, it does. <laughs> that was... Very, Marsh, very the Marsh was amazing. Was as go listen to whatever episode number that was. What else? I actually uh, for Eileen's birthday, I always I, I've been getting Eileen a bunch of books, and I was like, "Fuck it, just get more, get more books, just bury her in fucking books." So I was like, "I want to get her my two favorite books of the year," and that was The Martian and Sex Criminals. So yeah, if you if you if you read two books that are endorsed, wholly endorsed by internet boyfriends, it would be The Martian and Sex Criminals. I think is. Something that I would recommend to pretty much anybody over the age of eighteen. Well, anybody over the age of like what, sixteen maybe? Sixteen? I'm going European on yeah, this. Yeah, I'd go sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So I mean yeah. sex criminals are definitely adult, but unless you're an extremely sheltered sixteen year old. You've seen worse. You've yeah. seen far worse, yeah. And it's charming. It's a very charming book. Did you read any other like book books in I'm going through my Goodreads right now and nothing I read it for the first time. It was good. Uh, okay. I don't like. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. Hold on. I didn't know we were doing books that we read for the first time because that's a much longer list. Well, no, and, that's true. Yeah. I just I was going through my list of stuff I read in 2014, and then I was like, oh wait, that was published in 1987. So yeah, <laughs> oh. I was three at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I did. I did not read many books published this year. Prose books. Uh, uh, what if by Randall Monroe XKCD? That is a really good. If you if you're going, if you commute anywhere. Like if you if you're on a train or a, a bus mm-hmm. or a plane or whatever going to going to work every day and you need like okay because I know I know some people don't read like reading fiction or, or like long nonfiction stuff because it's like a continuous thing they want to sit down and really you know dive into it if you have maybe like I'd say about ten minutes or fifteen minutes a day I highly recommend reading Reynolds Monroe's What If because you can pick that up you can bang out like maybe two chapters in your commute, maybe three chapters in your commute. And you just, it's a really entertaining, really fun, basically him answering questions about science, uh, really insane questions. Like what if you fired someone on a bicycle uh, and tried to get them to like, I think go to the speed of sound or what if you just put a, uh, a submarine in, in earth's orbit and fell down back to earth? What would happen to it? Uh, what if you pitched a baseball, I think at the speed of light 
Uh, there's all sorts of different, yeah, and of course, most of them are like, well, it explodes. Like, there's lots of explosions, there's yeah. lots of hot plasma being thrown everywhere. Uh, it's, it, if you like Mythbusters, you should definitely read it. Uh, it's definitely one of those books that, that makes you feel, like, it's it's the the soft side of science. If it's like, yay, explosions and fire and fun and cool shit and whatever, uh, without a whole lot of, there's math, but it's nothing, you know, you've graduated from fucking primary school you could probably I, I did read one of the book this year that came What's out this that? year tiger man by nick harkaway and i uh, was pretty good <laughs> well, so, i keep hearing about nick harkaway so I, I, this is the first i read of his because i was going to mexico and needed books to read and people suggested it as a beach read and it was a good beach read it wasn't a my i gave it five stars and good reads it was very good uh it was not the martian good because i can't give seven stars on good reads yeah, but uh, yeah, but it was very good. It was like it was. Yeah, uh, Someone's <laughs> gonna read that. And be like, well, you know, it was good, but like not second coming of Christ good. Yeah. Like it, it's a story that takes place on this random forgotten colony in the Indian Ocean, I believe. There's people live there, and this one last British guy that's from it that's sort of in charge of some of the things because Britain is like, oh, we're done with you. You can do whatever you do, want to do now. Like, there's probably a bunch of islands like that, that I don't know. Like the Seychelles are probably like that. I have no idea. Anyway, and so it's. Spice's Island, stuff happens. It's an adventure, kind of action, sort of crime book, but it's clearly all fictional. Uh, there is lots of comic book influences in it, which is why you've probably heard a lot about it this year. Yeah. Um, and he's part tiger and part man. No, 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 no. But he dresses up like like it's it revolves around this British guy and a local who sort of befriends slash adopts slash takes care of, um, who's way into comic books. Uh, in a more interesting way than is normally way into comic books. Like, he's got more depth than that. Um, and so, because they share that love, uh, like, he ends up, something happens that he needs to strike fear into the hearts of some smugglers or whatever and dresses up like Tiger Man. Like, Bruce Wayne dresses up like Batman. Or the opposite of Bruce Wayne because he dresses up like Bruce Wayne. Well, I was say, this sounds, <laughs> a lot, it sounds a lot like the Billy Zane um, Phantom movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, like it's God. It, like he's not really being a superhero. He's just using superhero mystique to uh, yes. give himself a bit of an edge. Tiger Man, because he's uh, uh, has long odds against him. Okay, I, I don't think he's going to be further adventures of Tiger Man. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out eventually. Yeah, that's that sounds good. I'm in for that. Um, other other books that actually came out in 2014. I, I, only, I read. Um, okay. what's that? Go ahead. They're asking me. All, all I was gonna say, I had two more. I had okay, two more. Because like, I, yeah, out, out of out of four hundred and twenty four books, like, like a bunch of the comics I read were sort of kind of recently. Said trades came out this year because I was just fucking going and picking them up at the library or whatever. When it comes to like fucking prose or, or written books, it was uh, it's complicated by Dayton Boyd and Dataclism by Christian Rudder, which we talked about yeah. on a previous podcast. Actually, we probably talked about it's complicated by Dayton Boyd as well because if you ever wonder why I know anything about like teenagers and social media, Dana Boyd's book is is really I read it for work, so mm-hmm. that's why it's 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 definitely a book that you want to read if you're at all involved in social media and dealing with like teenagers or your younger people uh, because they're just like us. It's it's complicated is the title and it's true and it's they're teens teens do the same shit that we do as adults. We think we're better than them, but we're not. Um yeah, they use the same apps we do. They have the same distaste for Facebook that we do. Um you know, it's just it, it they're it, a little it, more into YouTube than we are, but otherwise they're a lot more into YouTube than we are and they're a lot more into Vine than we are. 
but for the most part, and they're Snapchat. generally pretty much. You know, the only or Snapchat had... shifted by now. No, it hasn't. Um, I had a conversation with somebody at a Christmas party type thing or a holiday party type thing about this about Snapchat, and and we both were kind of like, oh, well, you know, we're not, we're young, but we're not Snapchat young. <laughs> uh, and the reason the reason why is because by the time you get to like twenty five, you're already self-censoring enough that you don't need Snapchat because Snapchat's just there to like take pictures of yourself without makeup on or and, like whatever like if you're at a party and you're taking pictures you're going to take way more pictures than what you share on Facebook yeah. or, or more and more stuff that you're going to share on Instagram or whatever so that Snapchat's just like the overflow valve of like joking around with friends and showing shit off of like who you actually are Snapchat is who you can be when you're hiding from you know your employer or your uh, parents, usually parents, parents and, and like teachers and faculty and, and things like that. That tends to be the people that you're you're hiding from or or your peers, you know, your your, your friends or whatever, because you don't want people to really know what you're like, because mm-hmm. then they're going to make fun of you in gym class. You know, whereas as adults, like, you know, like I, I think I've passed the age where I'm going to fucking send, you know, dick pics to somebody. Maybe not. I don't know. I might date somebody younger again. And and end up doing that, but for the most part, I don't think I would ever really use Snapchat for the reason that I, Damn. you know, whatever. Are there any apps that you like? Interestingly enough, like because I, I don't know, I've been like thinking more about like getting apps and no. doing the thing, but like, yeah, I don't fucking, you know, I mean, I, I, games, but otherwise, yeah, you know, like... video game, video games, yeah. I mean, video games for me, it was like beginning and end of story. Threes was the best game I played this year <laughs> in 2014. It's fuck you. Why? What did I do? For being so do? much better at that goddamn game than I am. What did I do? You do know... You Roderick my Merlin. I know. What I do is uh, when I go to bed, I usually like have a good like half an hour of like where I got to like fucking de-stress. And that's like I'll put on... I'll get my Kindle. I, I've been getting my Kindle to read me. Like I have the... It is the robot voice. And it's like oh, reading God, me the robot voice. Um, oh, it is horrible. It's totally horrible. But like there's a couple books I've been slogging through lately. So I'll just like put on the robot voice, and the robot voice will read me really, really quickly. It'll read me like I think it's like two hundred percent speed or whatever. It's just like whoa, like it sounds. It sounds almost incomprehensible, but then you kind of like tune into it and you get there. And then while I'm doing that, I mindlessly play threes. So I'd say for most of the scores I'm putting up, it's like just like dumb luck of where I'm really not thinking. Well, where's being... my dumb luck? But are you playing it? For a half an hour a day every day, because if you're not, then that's probably where, grand the numbers total game. of time I'm putting in close to that. It's mostly toilet time, but still. Okay. See, see, I don't, I don't play a game. I'm no, no apps in the toilet for me. Still reading, still always reading. But when I'm, when I'm laying in bed, I didn't get enough of a chunk to read while I'm on the toilet because I, I'm efficient. No, my see, bowels I'm... work well. My sphincter's excellent. So it's like even if I'm out. efficient, and I'm I'm, no. I'm I'm not a fast pooper. That's a like, me time thing. But I, no, it's I'm playing threes. I'm not, I don't want to think. I'm just like eh. I've never been a read in the bathroom kind of guy. Put it in the corner. That's all I got to tell you. Put it in the corner. Just keep putting it in the corner. Get well, yeah, get the same get with some going. Yeah, put it in the corner. But then I think I think most of my high scores have come from being bold. Of where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck the corner, <laughs> and I'll move out of the corner. <laughs> bold in, in threes. Yeah, very bold, man. Very bold. It gotta be, gotta be fucking bold. Uh, yeah, no, this is going on a bad path. So let's. Uh, <laughs> what else we got? Video because you, you play you play other games. Monument Valley. You Monument, I was just gonna say Monument Valley Monument was Valley, incredible yeah. and moving. Yeah. And I I just played the whole thing again yesterday. 
Can I play it on my fucking phone? You can. It's not is it as something... good. Okay. Like, is it within, like... A, it's definitely worth playing on a good. slightly bigger screen. It would not... It, once you get past the iPad size or tablet size, I would not be like, oh, it can only be played on uh, a TV or something. Like, that's ridiculous. But uh, well, the, the main thing is that I don't carry my tablet around with me anymore, but I do carry the phone occasionally. So also because when I go to bed at night, I don't have a tablet with me. So that's play it on the phone. Can I do that? You can. You can. I just don't think it'll be quite. I mean, I think it'll still be great. It'll be quite as great. I'll, you know what? I think I'll give, I'll give it a, once yeah, I yeah, go for it. Movies, I'll give it a shot on the phone. Whatever. I feel bad because they said that their oh, most of their sales uh, weren't really sales. So what does that mean? Um, what's that? How it means piracy is sell- a thing. Uh, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to go the there. For the phone? Yeah, I don't want to go there because it's just like I don't. I, I've I, yeah. Well, because Android, Android's pretty big, and Ugh. and hacked iPhones or jailbroken iPhones are pretty. It's a thing. It's a thing. I have complicated feelings about piracy after this year. After 2014, I kind of feel like maybe piracy is okay. In in a way, in a way that I might say it on Twitter. Like if someone I'm, said, I don't like, think, oh, yeah, it's one of your fact-based semi-truths. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't fucking care. You know, I don't. Whatever. I mean, it, it doesn't. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get up on my high horse and say like, oh, don't pirate that. You know, it's because generally anything that you can't, anything that you can pirate is probably worth pirating, or it's okay to pirate. Yeah, but you can pirate anything. You can literally it. pirate anything. You can pirate guns. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm saying like, what's uh, go to a popular torrent site? Anything that's up on that popular torrent site is guns. probably okay. <laughs> this is why I don't want to go down this goddamn road because I knew you were gonna fucking. Well, no, do this. we can talk about so, this. I, I generally, I, I'm not 100 percent against piracy either. At all, I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I, I don't think it's a black and white thing. I think if you're a person with a job, you shouldn't pirate things. Uh, Generally speaking, uh, yeah. By, by that I mean, like, if if you have the income to dispose on anything beyond food and shelter, you should be pirating at the very. And I I download all a lot of TV, but I also pay for the full TV package, so I'm just doing it for convenience sake. Uh, I am, so I don't feel bad about it in that case. But like I, I generally would feel like if you can afford not to pirate, don't pirate. Every, my only valid reason I can get behind piracy is purely economic, and anything else is bullshit. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. I'm not gonna. That's. And I'm sure I, you can I'm, convince me I'm, somewhat otherwise. I have confidence in your abilities. <laughs> I'm I'm fifty percent with you, yeah. and that's I I have my issues and and whatever and yeah. So that's I, also I, I, that said, know, I can afford Photoshop technically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I use it so rarely. Technically, yeah. But I use it so rarely that I don't own Photoshop legally. Yeah. Please don't sue me, Adobe. I really don't use it that often. Yeah, that's. But when I use it, I need it, so that's a problem. And that's why this is the perfect time to segue into talking about movies, Uh, because. All right, you know what? Speaking of the intro, I'll throw this out there. Yes, speaking of the intro, but I'll throw this out there about the piracy thing. I, I don't pirate movies. Uh, the only time I pirate movies is Oscar season if I can't get them otherwise. That's that's fine. But if you said to me, it, like, what is if you had to pirate something? Gun to my head, if I had to pirate something, movies, Hollywood movies is the number one. Fucking TV thing. for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, TV and movies, I suppose. Because nope. fuck them. Nope. Whatever. TV for sure. No, nope, no. Nope. TV definitely over movies. Uh, no. And I mean, yes, I completely understand that the movies are making more than enough money. But still, yeah, because I I don't see I don't see a whole lot of issue about like the fucking tent poles getting 
fucking pirated. If you want to, if you want to download a Marvel movie, I'm not gonna. I I will I not. Fuck, I don't either, really. Yeah, I don't fucking care. Um, I, I do occasionally download music, and when I do, it's Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> but by download, I mean not pay for download. I download a lot of music that I pay for, like a fuck ton. Like, yeah. well, I got Spotify, so I don't fucking no, no. That that's a fucking non-issue for me because the phone just plays whatever the hell I wanted to play all the time. So, uh, but yeah, speaking of the intro, um, I would say best movie, my favorite movie of the year that I saw because I didn't see a whole lot, but I saw enough. Uh, was the best Muppet movie not featuring any Muppets? <laughs> Grand Budapest Hotel. Budapest Hotel. Yeah, and that was really, fantastic. really. It was fantastic. It was a it was a feel good movie. It was a. Um, it was. I, um, my, it, it was my favorite Wes Anderson since, not counting Fantastic Mr. Fox, since Ten of Bombs. My favorite Wes Anderson movie. Period. It was. It Whoa! was. It's that, it's that for me. Then Life Aquatic is a close second. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't yep. like Life Aquatic as much when I first saw it. I rewatched it again recently and liked it a whole lot more. Oh, I fucking love. it. I never didn't like it. I, yeah, because I love all Wes Anderson movies, but like, it was a bug's life, and ended up Ratatouille. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. For, I, I, I'm not mentioning Cars at all because Cars, but as far as Pixar movies <laughs> go, <laughs> well, you know, this was the year for me of movies where I was like, hey, I really want to see that again. Like in 2013, I don't really, th- I can't really think of a whole lot of movies where I was like, wow, that's coming. Out. I'm excited to see that. Like, I just kind of, I don't remember our conversation at all about this, and I'm sure that the podcast, I'll, I'll go back and I'll listen to the other, I, no, I won't, I won't listen to the other podcast, but whatever, someone might, and they'd be like, oh, no, you were. No, I don't remember being that excited from a lot of stuff movie wise in 2013, but holy shit, like, there was a lot, and there still is a lot this year. I mean, I haven't seen Interstellar because I'm an idiot. Uh, you I haven't have seen to Edgerton. see it in theaters, though. I fucking know. I have been trying to go see it in theaters, but the thing We're is, trying. I, you get on a okay. fucking train. I no 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 no. It's not a technical issue. It's a I want to go with a friend. No, and I don't need to. Able to fucking figure it out. So I'm hoping it's not that complicated. It's just it's a spectacle. I know. You, you've read I, enough comic books to have no problem understanding it or any other Christopher Nolan movie for the rest of the time. I've um, seen, I've or I've read enough fucking science fiction to know exactly. where all the fucking influences for that movie came like, from. It, it, yeah. You had no problem with Inception, I'm no, sure. Absolutely none. And I, I as really, such, you will have less of a problem with Interstellar. Yeah. No, I'm sure, I'm sure I will have... I, I, the twists I know, are more based in reality or plausible reality in the future. So it's not like... Anyway, I loved Interstellar. It was. I. I am totally geared towards that kind of thing. It was a whole lot of monologues, but they were interesting monologues, yeah, <laughs> and there's a whole lot of really cool visuals and fun science stuff. But like, I understand people wanting an action adventure space movie might be disappointed by this three hour um, treatise on science. Galaxy. Yeah, can go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Guardians which of the was Galaxy. great. Was good. Guardians of the Galaxy was amazing. Uh, I even loved the dance number Let's All Be Friends ending. Like, I loved it. It was good. It I was good. It. I loved it. I had, it, it had, it's not me, my favorite had, Marvel movie, but I loved it. I had I had issues with it, as as always, but... Cap as, was better. Was it? Cap was better. Ah, Cap 2 yeah, was better. You know what? I, you know what? I think, I, I think that I'd put them on the same... I think they were about equal for me. I think Cap they, 2 is probably my favorite Marvel movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, I like space too much, so that's always like that's always creeping in there. Is that Guardians of the Galaxy? I want to like better. Well, what's I your favorite? What's your favorite then? 
Of all of them? Yeah. Iron Man, probably. One? Yeah, probably. Really? I guess. Huh. I don't think it... Man, I don't rate things like this. No, I know, I know. I don't really either. Yeah. But I was just yeah. like sort of trying to give an idea, like I did with the Pixar thing, of like where it sort of fits in my scheme of... When it's it's useful for things that, where I like them all, really. Like, I like all the Marvel movies. Um, yeah. So it's really just slotting them in sort of where I like it more than other ones. Like, the only ones I don't really like are Iron Man 2 and Hulk. Whichever yeah, Hulk if is. You, Those if are the you, two I don't really like. If you pulled out, like, the fucking box set of all the movies and said, like, which one do you want to watch right now? I'd probably say Iron Man. Huh. Um, but, yeah, but I think that's mostly... I'd go Iron Man 3 over Iron Man every day. Really? Oh yeah. I every love, day. I, I love Shane Black, but I don't know if I'd do that. I don't every, know. Every I don't day. know. I, I like I like the feel of Iron Man one a lot. I don't have a lot of good. I don't have anything to back any of this up because it's just not something I'm prepared to thought about. It's just not something I think about. I don't yeah, I care. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, other other movies from 2014, um, Edge of Tomorrow. I haven't seen yet, but Me I know either. it was apparently very I've good. I read the manga version. And very good. Okay. Um, I know you said Birdman was fantastic. Birdman was fantastic. I, I wanted yeah. to watch it again immediately. Yeah, that's I, I. I. It's one of those. Like, it's not necessarily yeah. a fun like wee movie, but it's one of those like, oh, I could watch that again right now. Like, lots of good Coen Brothers movies are like that. Like, Paul Thomas Anderson's often like that for me. I'm like, uh, um, maybe not Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson's more. I want to watch it again, not right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you saw Inherent Vice, right? Not yet. It's not out here yet. Me neither. Yeah, I mean, wow, really? Yeah, no, it's only, I think it's only limited release right now. I think it's coming out this weekend or next weekend everywhere. Huh, gotcha. But I'm going to in theaters for sure. Yeah, I, like, I actually, It's yeah, going to happen. I, I've been trying to, I've been trying to work it out where I can go see Interstellar and then go see Inherent Vice, like, probably like i don't know back to back or something i don't know that would be an interesting uh, way to spend go. a day yeah i know i know uh, but i that's that's the problem and a whole day mostly. yeah i know and that's the, the problem the problem is is that the person i want to go see this movie with is not really like sit down and watch a movie th- for three hours type person so um that's it's mostly that's the what's yeah. holding me back for this but uh but yeah um i haven't seen the one i love but i heard lots of good things about uh, about that Same. Uh yeah I don't know like there's just a lot of stuff left over from the year that I still haven't seen like 22 Jump Street I know that a lot of people were going crazy about that um the Lego Movie was good I loved the Lego Movie it was so much fun yeah it just Lego came on TMN again we just flipped through it and I watched 45 minutes of it and it was yeah. a great 45 minutes and that's the thing like I I for some reason I just feel like the, the general like if you've heard of a movie that came out in 2014, you're probably gonna have an okay time. Yeah. Like I, I really did not hear about a whole lot of crap that came out this year. Like everything seemed kind of like, eh, yeah, everything's all right. Like you know, Boyhood was, you know, Boyhood was, was yeah. a one of a kind cinematic experience. There's no other way to describe it. Yeah. No, if, I, oh, uh, uh, you should go watch the Gunfighter. Uh, it's a short film that yeah. you can probably find on YouTube, and you like that a lot. It's yeah. probably the best short film I saw. My favorite short film of 2014. I saw a few this year at Fantasia, but I don't know what they are anymore. Yeah, you like the Gunfighter. Gunfighter's good. TV? What was this year? Um, I know my favorite. What's your favorite? Rick and Morty. So that's... Definitely not my favorite, but it was good. Oh, oh, fuck Is the Gunfighter with Nick Offerman? Yeah. I'll watch that to watch later. Yeah. Yeah, no, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty forever. I I, I love... I liked Rick and Morty. It was not my favorite thing. 
Um, my, my favorite Rick and Morty episodes were in 2014, so I'm fair. I'm fine with saying Sons of Anarchy finally ended. Pre- yeah, but Jesus. how is that on the best list? It's not the best, but I'm happy it's, it's over. I'm really, really happy it's over. Um, I discovered... Uh, what, what, what was this year? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was very good this year. What? Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was very good this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. What came out on cable? It's n- nothing new. Like, I, the problem is I don't watch new stuff right away. I always wait for it to like trickle down to like, oh, this was good. Check it out. Because there's so many new things that I'll watch and get canceled right away. I just can't be bothered anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's my fault that I got canceled. I get it. But after Terriers, never again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I would still watch Terriers. Like, Terry's something is still as one season by itself, but, like, I can't get that attached watching it week to week. I'd be like, okay, it's done. It was canceled. I'll watch it in that context. I can't get my hopes up ever again. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Well, um, it was good to see Community come back. Community was good. I liked Community oh. this season. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I, found, I finally started watching. It was fantastic. I saw the first season of that. It's great. And that was pretty good. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, um, Orange is the New Black season great. two was great. Uh, pretty much, I, I'd say season two of Orange is the New Black pretty much destroyed all of my really kind of like backhanded, shitty critique that I had sure. last. Because I remember last year's 2013, whatever, the, the 2013 best of episode, I was really like, oh, I want Genji yeah. Cohen or whatever. I was like, yeah, no, I think Orange is the New Black season two pretty much cleared up all that shit, and I'm, I'm looking forward to season three. It'd be cool. Starting, uh, like, starting this weekend is Girls, Shameless, uh, House of Lies, and Episodes. None of that. With I watched all of four of those. Yeah. Um, Shameless is great. Uh, Girls is fantastic. Girls is legitimately one of the best shows of television. Um, uh, fuck you. It uh, is. Fuck that. It is. It is. Uh, I it will is. never watch that show. You I should. Just can't. You should. Nope. You really should. I felt the same way before I watched it, and you really should. I watched the first four episodes. I know you're too close to it. And I'm way too close to it. I understand, I but, but still, like, it'll always be there. You can watch it when you're older, and those people don't exist anymore. Yeah, you know what? That's probably that's probably going to be Episodes was great this season. Yeah. It was better than it has been. Well, it's only season three, but it was better than season two. Um, uh, Game Lies. of Thrones was all right. Game of Thrones is fun. I love Game of Thrones. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you saying, it's a good time. It's really a terrible way to describe Game of Thrones. No, um, it, it is. It is for me. It's like an adult Disney ride. Like you just kind of just fucking let it happen. Like it's just yeah. that's what it is. It's sort I mean, of bend over and let it happen. But yeah, yeah. I mean, um, fucking shit happens. House of Cards season two was the same way. Ridiculous. Like you just kind of get into it. You're like, yeah, exactly. This is it. Same thing like for me for how like Game of Thrones. Like this is ridiculous. It's it's a it's a fucking time. Like yeah. you get on the ride and you just fucking ride the ride. I am amazed that you still. We've gone this far in the conversation and you still haven't talked about True Detective. Oh my god. Oh, forget True Detective. True Detective was very good. Absolutely worth watching. Fargo. Oh. Oh man, we're doing this a lot. We're ruining somebody's ears. This podcast, um, yeah, Fargo was fucking way. Fargo than... was unbelievably good. Yeah. Fargo was an hour long Coen Brothers movie once a week for what eight to twelve weeks, something like that. I don't fucking know. Fargo yeah, was, was great, and I loved every second of it. Which yeah. I can't say is true of True Detective. I loved most of the seconds of True Detective, not every second of True Detective. True Detective was excellent. I... And I'm very excited for season True two. Detective. What's that? I'm super excited for True Detective season two. I want to see what these oh, guys I, do again. Yeah. But like yeah. Fargo, man, Fargo, 
Fargo season two, I'm way more excited for than, than True Detective season two. Oh, for sure. Because I want to know what the fuck happens. <laughs> I don't. What? Well, that's the thing. I don't think it's the same story. It is. Well, it it isn't. It, it isn't. It isn't. It's the pre. It's the prequel, which talks about. It's the story that they keep talking about all throughout season one. That's what they're going to cover in what, season two of Fargo. What, what story they talk about all season one? I can't fucking say it. Yes, you can. Yes, you uh, can. It's okay. The her father. Oh, her father's story. story. That story. Okay, cool. I'm done yeah. with that. Okay. So, yeah, if if you listen to us and you haven't seen Fargo yet, fucking go see Fargo. Yes, it's, watch Fargo. Go, go see buy Fargo. Buy the DVD, buy the Blu-ray, just own it. And then go Own Fargo. A, yeah, go read about the signs um, that are signed. Yeah. I'll leave it at that because that's I I, I don't know I, I, don't, I don't need to know all this other stuff just on its own without any depth to it. Fargo no. is fantastic. I love sign language and I loved that character. And all of what he did was what's great. Coen Brothers. I mean, it's not really it's sort of the Coen Brothers, but it's the Coen Brothers. I yeah. expect that of them. Yeah, it was a good time. It, th- that was, you know what? That was probably the, the best time I think of all the stuff that I watched in in, in 2014, uh, um, TV show wise, outside of Rick and Morty, because uh, I love Rick and Morty, uh, and that's a whole new fucking. I, I got I got one other thing from 2014. Cosmos. Uh, sure, Cosmos was really interesting. Mike Tyson mysteries. Oh, you fucker. It got no time for bird sex. Oh, my God. That show is the most complicated relationship you could ever have with a celebrity. I love it. I love everything about it. I love everything about it. Because he knows. Michael Tyson understands. Yeah, he does. He He knows what's going on in this show and doesn't care. Mike Tyson doesn't give a fuck. And it's in the best possible way he could not give a fuck. I I know, and I've and pretty much every time I say to somebody, "Watch Mike Tyson Mysteries," the response is, "Really? Yes, you know exactly. he, I, everyone listening right now is like, really? Yeah, yes. Like, Watch yeah, it. It's it's a good time. It's a fun time. One of the showrunners from uh, Robot Chicken did it. It's it's good. He it's, served it's his time. He paid his due to society. <sighs> he has since then been an exemplary citizen from all most accounts." Like, he seems to have learned from his mistakes and is a better person. And I have no opinion on this. I saw someone post something about him maybe not actually doing anything to her. But, like, I, whatever he did, he did. He served his time for it. And so I don't feel as guilty as I do watching your own Polanski or Woody Allen movie. Because yeah. they, they have not done their time. Yeah, yeah that's... I, uh, and yeah. they continue to not be terribly contrite about their... Like, like oh, no! Maybe they didn't do it, but, like, they don't care. Mike Tyson did his time and is trying to be a better person. The whole premise of the show is that Mike Tyson was a terrible person yes. and that he's trying to do better and there's supernatural things that are happening. Yes, and it's mysteries. great. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's uh, ten minutes long. It's it's the perfect thing. Yeah, it is. It really It's the exact perfect little bit of joy in your day yeah it's him and i were watching it and i i don't think short of rick and morty i don't think that we've had any bigger laughs of anything that we've watched including i uh bill burr's comedy special was really good new, i haven't watched the new one yet it, it's it's great it's bill burr it, it's yeah. it's on par with anything else he's done he's really good um jim jeffrey's comedy special was was good it was very good um i love chelsea and, Pretty's one chelsea Pretty's was good but like even all of those 
man, we were in tears watching the Mike Tyson episodes. Like those, oh. those are we watched the four of them in like a, a chunk, and the the fucking astronauts one, we just probably cried for eight minutes of that. Oh, the one oh my god, the astronaut one, the astronaut yeah. one, and the chupacabra one. It's so good. It's so good. It's know. on Netflix. Uh, it's not released in one big chunk. It's not. It's not. And in, 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 in Canada, it is. Oh, in Canada. Not, where is it in America? It's just not an Adult Swim. Oh, that's new. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's an Adult Swim show here, and it's just it's just on fucking Adult Swim. So I mean, you can. I think that they put up the episodes occasionally on their website on their app. Okay. Um. So that's a possibility, but it's on Adult Swim. Yeah, um, that sort of covers TV, I think. Unless you have something else. Uh, well, I, 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 you got I have something hard, else. I have a hard time, which is that uh, something came out in America in 2014, but it's from 2012 in 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 everywhere else, which is Black Mirror. So oh, yeah. and, I don't yes, watch yet. Uh, yeah, well, see, that's why I figured I'd fucking throw it in there just to kind of fucking stick it in your ribs because I wanted to point out that you should fucking watch Black I'm going Mirror. To. I already and, told you it's in the rotation. After Arrow oh, season two, it's gonna get watched. Well, the first season of it's gonna get watched, and then it'll be good. And then two. and then it'll be Good Wife season two, and Arrow season three, and then Black Mirror season two. I have I, a system. I have to stick to it. Otherwise, I, bad things happen. I just want you to watch it so that I can hug you as you cry because that show cry. is it's every nightmare from Internet Boyfriends come true. Oh, no. So, yeah, it's it's great i love it and yeah i don't know tv books movies music. do you have one podcast with just to people one podcast no i can't come on just one i can't do one. that my one i think you're just making fun of me because I'm, I'm not posting her on i'm Facebook not but you post them maybe think you could th- you can give one if you were to talk about one podcast from 2014 that you really enjoyed what would it be no such thing as a fish like no such thing as a fish was the best podcast of 2014 hands down yeah, I, I can't argue with that. I love cereal, but uh, I love cereal. I, just, fuck you for fucking cereal. It's this American <laughs> Life's true crime story. It's exactly what it advertised. It was exactly what it said it was going to be. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying fuck it, so I can get some hate mail. Like that's that's all. Because I just I love I love I love people getting so into that and being like yeah, like fucking cereal. Oh, oh now it's over. My life is over. Oh god. I'm like yes, good, good, good. But yeah, no such thing as a fish is like crack. Yeah. To anyone who's interested in things, like yes, it is it is, it is uh, uh, auspiciously. They have four facts in an episode. Really, those are four jumping off facts to countless other facts that you've never heard before for the most part and will never hear again because they don't make it to QI for some reason. But they're still super fascinating. Like, polo, was it polo teams? Like, was it a polo team that all the English authors were on together? I don't know. Cricket team. It was a cricket team. It was a cricket team that, um, um, the guy who wrote Peter Pan, um, whose name escapes me. Anyway, the guy who wrote Peter Pan this, was on, we're turning into an intelligible mess. This podcast. This is just like the guy okay. who wrote Peter Pan. <laughs> the guy. The guy who wrote Peter Pan was on a cricket team with um, every person of his era who wrote books, yeah. like everyone. And yeah. unfortunately, I can't think of any other names right now. I'm trying to Google as fast as I can. Um, was Jam Barry? Jam Barry. Oh, and it was yeah, something yeah. like wasn't Jam Barry part of the, like Barry part of the name or something? Jim I Barry. fucking don't remember. Uh, that that see that's that's the thing that's the thing about um 
about all of the uh, facts and all the things that happen on fucking No Such Thing as a Fish. Like, yeah, yeah, the Allah Akbaris. The team was called the Allah Akbaris. It was. I know it was Kipling. Kipling, H.G. Wells, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, P.G. Wodehouse, G.K. Chesterton, A.A. Milne, and other people that I don't recognize necessarily. But <laughs> our pro. Oh, and the son of Alfred Lloyd Tennyson. But like. A.K. Chesterton was was not a guy you want on your cricket team, by the way. So. I just well, I think none of these people are because they were all supposed to be terrible. But, <laughs> and they call themselves the Allah Akbaris. This is a real thing that happened between 1890 and 1913. Well, because they thought that it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like um, all the comic book writers of right now on a basketball team together. And they suck. And they <laughs> they're, they're, and they're <laughs> the Washington Generals. And the Globetrotters beat them every time. Like, it's like that. But they're called like what's something vaguely offensive. Some, they're called something vaguely offensive that I'm not too sharp because or, they think it means something else. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, they, of most of the stuff I talk about on uh, like anytime I listen to No Such Thing as a Fish, I get maybe about half of what they're talking about because I usually am doing other things or whatever. Not because I don't. I love the podcast and I'll usually listen to each episode maybe twice to try to up that to like seventy five percent. But it's just so fucking dense and full of great fucking information that. And, they, and they're so excited about all these things yes. all the time. It's the best part. Yeah, they really the are. The thing we learned in 2014 is that we like people who are excited about things. Yes, we do. We do. We really, we really fucking do. Curiosity and excitement yes. and, and passion for... More of that in 2015. Yeah, more of that. More of that. Less, less radio menu, more of that. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there any other fucking thing? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I was going to yell at you. No, and I don't know what the fuck I was going to yell at you about. This fucking, fucking sucks. Um, but yeah, no such thing as a fish is good. And I, I definitely, it's one of those things of where if you have lunch with people from time to time and you're just talking to people, best fucking thing ever. Sure. To to. Did you, you know this up. crazy thing? Yeah. You can just throw that shit into any conversation. The doorhead ant, like any of the. Oh, like, doorhead ant. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. They yeah. use its head to as a door to the. Oh my god, it's amazing! Yeah, exactly. It's 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 great, and they usually do whenever there's a so far at least. They whenever there's a holiday or like a, a big sporting event or whatever it is. I mean, obviously, it's they did a huge thing for World Cup, yeah. so it's all the you know, big sporting event, whatever. But usually the holidays, they did a holiday episode, so it's cool. It's it's a it's a great podcast, and you should totally listen to it when you're not. And, listening and if to you us. like it, you should watch QI. If you haven't already watched QI, if you like QI, yeah. you should definitely yeah. listen to this podcast because yeah, they're if, intrinsically linked. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's about it. I really can't think of any other yeah. fucking thing to talk about. So, until next time. I mean, it, well, if you if you want to add your own thing onto this huge list of things, you can find us on Twitter, and we'll probably at- go. Oh, of course. Because- yeah. No. That's that's how I. Right now, there's something I really wanted to fucking say that I didn't put my notes, and I didn't. I wanted to yell at you about it, and I fucking don't know what it is, and I don't fucking know. So I'm gonna have to do it on Twitter. So, but if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at Joey Halfleck on Twitter, and as always, I'm Ryan at Gobo on Twitter. And we have we we don't use it very much, but there is an at Internet BF's Twitter account that yeah, I, I retweet every time Joey tells me he's posted an episode. Oh, really? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, That's basically yeah, what I use it for. That. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Someone asked me, they're like, "Well, now that you've been doing more episodes, and like you guys are, you guys are getting good. Like things are getting good. Like are you going to start promoting the podcast? I'm like, no, no, not really, no. 
This is like if if I was like, you know what I would do if I wanted to promote the podcast? Ryan and I would would meet up in person and go somewhere and just talk really loud in a public place. That's how I promote internet boyfriends. They were like, wow, and, I would And apparently that could happen twice this year. Yeah, it better. That's um I'm I'm really I will really... I'll be happy with once. I'll be very disappointed if it's zero. I will also be really disappointed if it's zero. I'm gonna I think Eileen will be too. Yeah, I'm gonna get to the point where I'm gonna walk across the border. So, um, yeah, definitely possible. It is. I know. We, we have a trunk. We can just throw you in it. Like, I know. It's not like the end of the world. Okay. Well, until <laughs> next time, we are in your boyfriends. Yeah. And we love you all. Yeah, we do. 